Jamie. Happy birthday, buddy. Que cumplas más, mucho, muchos más. I know last year we celebrated in the park with masks, but this year, guy, we're celebrating it with no masks. So again, happy birthday, que cumplas más. And right now, I'm going to pass it over to uh, Miss Rachel La Loca. What's up, LOLeros? It's Rachel La Loca. And this episode of Latinos Out Loud is brought to you by Jamie's birthday. Happy birthday, Jamie. My co-host, my brother, hermano, primo, all of that. Happy birthday for your birthday this year. I hope you grow a new pinky, you know, like a starfish. And if you need me to cut off the one that's broken right now, I have a couple of hacksaws and I actually own a jigsaw that I've been wanting to use. I bought it from QVC. So anyway, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. We love you so much. Feel better. Get that pinky back in shape so you can get back on the basketball court and have a wonderful birthday. All right, guys, you know, and out of In the Heights, becoming, you know, a hit film. Yes. Uh, My question to you is, what other Latino neighborhood that is probably, you know, soon to be gentrified, what Latino neighborhood do you want to see get the In the Heights movie musical treatment? I'm looking at you, Frank. Oh, snap. Um, I think they're gone. by Third Avenue in the Bronx, like if anybody ever goes by Third Avenue in the Bronx, it's like right over. Mm. It's like right next next to Manhattan. It's a bridge right over. It looks like the it looks like the Zombie Land, but they're gonna take it over eventually. South Bronx <laughs> is that the South yeah, Bronx? Yeah, it's like the okay. South Bronx. Yeah. Okay. The South Bronx. That six wow. train that's going through you through your hood, uh, Rachel. The eventually is gonna go through 125th, and they're gonna go right through the South Bronx after that. And they're gonna take over the Bronx. Yeah. Next. I don't know if people start doing. You know, somebody starts singing in the middle of so- the South Bronx, they might get shot. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, Rachel. Okay. Well, look. I want to narrow it down to a neighborhood, but can I just have the whole borough of Brooklyn, please? Can we just do a whole Brooklyn (laughs) musical? Because first of all, we are multicultural. We welcome everyone. We're the biggest borough. We have the best bagels, the best pizza, the best rappers. Like, need I say more? Like, hi, we are the home of rap Biggie Smalls. Okay, so I'm representing all of Brooklyn. Exactly. Oh, yo, my name is Biggie Smalls. That's my Biggie Smalls, but it sounds like Rachel with a chuleta in her throat. But anyway, that's where I'm going. Just the whole borough. The whole borough of Brooklyn, baby. Brooklyn. So you want Brooklyn to get like that? You want Brooklyn to get the La La Land treatment? <laughs> Forget in the Heights. You Sp- want the whole Yo, Spike Lee, <laughs> holler at me, Spike Lee. Let's do this. Like, let's partner with Lin Manuel with all the Latinos doing it right now. Let's represent Brooklyn one time. Let's show them what Brooklyn really is because you know what? Everybody thinks Brooklyn is that like gentrified. What you just said, like Williamsburg. No, Cop up below yeah, where I'm no. from, Sheepshead Bay, son. <laughs> come, come to the other side of Brooklyn, okay? Come check us out we got a lot to offer Coney Island it's like the Disney of Brooklyn go ahead Jamie take it away what about you snap (laughs) I'm gonna go for like a little underdog it's um, another heights it's Jackson Heights in Queens yeah a lot of Colombianas there muchas Colombianas and that fits with the syllables and whatnot, like the Jackson Heights (laughs) Jackson Heights it's the melting pot of Queens Jackson Heights you know (laughs) it's good Uh, you, I don't know how to rhyme. There was a little time. There was a time where I was, for some reason, dating a lot of girls from Queens, oh. and I had to take that trek to Jackson Heights, and then walk them from the subway to wherever they lived in Jackson Heights. And I was always nervous that that walk back to the subway because it was always like late. And I'm like, I don't really know this neighborhood. Well, Queens Damn. is perfect um, for you. You you are a Mets fan, you know. 
Oh, so you love coming to America. So where does one find a queen? In Queens. So, yeah, I In see Queens. you. I see you. I see you. So, Lin-Manuel, the, the Jackson Heights is just sitting there for you. Those are my yo's that sound like in the heights because I can't get the music out of my head. Yo, 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 in the heights, yo, yo, in the heights, yo, 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 Wow. Do you feel it? The spirit of In the Heights, it's running through my veins, my arteries. Mm. I've been singing and rapping ever since I saw it. But hi, this is your friend to the end on stage and off stage, Rachel La Loca. What up? This is Jay Ferns from Washington Heights, born and, br- born and bred. Bragging. You're such a bragger. <laughs> this is your boy, Frank Nibs. Holland, you straight from Wash Heights, baby. How we doing? You're a bragger, too. You guys are just braggers. Now you, like, have bragging rights saying that you're from Washington Heights, okay? Yeah, that was a run. This is the episode of Brag. Yeah. Let's go, guys. We were here before Hollywood was here, okay? <laughs> Full truck nothing. Chimmy Chudy was popping way back, all right? Yo, listen, this is the Latinos Out Loud podcast special in the Heights edition. Mm. Yo, this podcast, like, we we just decided to come together and do something special around the excitement and all the talks. We're going to talk about all of it, okay? In the Heights came out in theaters on June 11th, this past weekend. We all saw it, and gentlemen, I think we should kick off the conversation with telling our listeners where were we, where we experienced the film, and maybe just paint the picture, set the tone. Let's, uh, you know, splatter some stuff on a canvas. I don't know. Yeah, I can't, I can't yeah, keep coming yeah. up with these sayings. Um, Frank, because, like, I was with you, but, Frank, I have to keep it real. <laughs> that was not the first time I saw the film. So you got a hookup. You got a hookup hookup before it even came out. Yo. So Rachel gets these special privileges. Well, it's nice. It's nice to be a, a woman with an opinion. I guess I've been I'm known to be that woman. But anyway, I was uh, uh, there was some outreach there for me to see a screener of In the Heights a few months ago on my computer in the luxury of my own home and to give commentary and feedback on the things that I saw in the film, which I did. I'm not really allowed to talk about what I saw and what changed, but a couple of things did change. I'm not saying it was because little old me, but it was probably oh. because a lot of the people that saw it also felt the same way being a, you know, a Latina, very close to the culture, probably closer to the culture than some of the people that worked on the film. Let's keep it real, right? Like, the authenticity of the film or any film that uh, is going to highlight the, like, the Latino experience, if you ask me, it's gotta be on point, you know? So I felt really privileged to have seen it a few months ago, but I was overly excited to see the final product, and luckily we got invited to see it opening night of the Tribeca Film Festival here in New York City, and Frank and I went and saw it, and it was wonderful. Now, how Latino were we in that audience, Frank? We were so Latino. We were talking the whole movie, okay? The whole commentary. I was telling you about the whole movie, the whole, the whole, the, my whole history in the neighborhood, the whole nine. Were you shouting out like, yo, that's my blog. That's where my boy. Yeah. Yes. That's where my boy like got shot. <laughs> yes. You say that. Oh my yo, God. You say stuff like that. Yo, 
My boy got shot right there where Abuela live. My boy Disco from 173rd FK Fresh Prince. Fresh Kings. Fresh Kings. I remember him coming into elementary school at like 1982, 1983, with like with a bullet hole in his neck. Luckily, he lived. Like oh, he lived. My bad. Him. Okay, he's still alive. Thank God. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he made it. He made it. But you know that it's weird. That part, that part that Lynn did the movie on is was like the worst, one of the worst areas. That's what that was the crack capital of the world. So mm. it was really weird knowing, you know, my formative years, seeing it like that, and now seeing it was so beautiful. How you know Lynn put it, man. I loved it. And Jamie, where were you when you saw the film? Tell us. So it was a very in the heights moment. It was it was basically like, yo, like uh come to United Palace if you want to see the movie, like the same the day of. So I took a Uber. I'm really close to United Palace. I'm in the heights. So an Uber is like uh normally like um you know, I would say like seven minutes to United Palace Theater. That day it happened to have traffic during the day so i was very close to not i got the last minute invite and i was very close to being you know not being able to go in because it was like oh. you have to get here by by you know a certain time or you're not going to be let in so it was very much uh i was nerve-wracking because i was like oh it, i want to see this movie uh you know um it's you know really close to where i live i want to do it and United Palace Theater, I, you know, is a great theater. Um, mm-hmm. Classic old school theater in the Heights. Beautiful. Um, I made it and it was great. You know, it, seeing it in, in the Heights um, and the people in the audience definitely were appreciating, you know, they were clapping at the right moments. Yeah. Um, you could see some people crying at the right moments. You know, the movie really did what it set out to do Yeah. for, you know, fans of you know, fans of the the play, fans of Lynn, um, and just fans of just good, you know, good movies, right? I mean, this is what I was more, I was very proud of seeing the neighborhood in there represented. Um, I was also uh, happy to see that um, the movie is really well done, like on all aspects, um, you know, um, writing, directing, acting. I thought it was really on point. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can only imagine what it's like to live in the neighborhood, be from the neighborhood where this major motion picture is now all the buzz and all the rage. But, um, you know, I I also am connected to that neighborhood, just having family up there. And I will say that the elements that touched me of the film were those those little things like seeing the bodega and like the candles and the streets and the rhythm of the streets and our rhythm when it came to the choreography. I mean, let's talk about that sideways building dancing scene with Leslie I Grace. I live right there. That's my, uh, that's that's my home. That's Frank's building. <laughs> that's my building right there, bro. I told you, that's what I watch. That's what I watch every single day of my life, man. So what did you do Damn. when they were dancing sideways on the building? Did you freak out like the little kid in the scene? That's what I watched from the roof. That I saw, that's why I told you all these interviews, all these episodes. That's what I watched. That's the magic I look at for my mom right there for my mom's way. I go up, I go up to the roof and I get to put a seat and I look at that. I've envisioned that so many times. That part of the movie was just like breathtaking for me at least. It took me it like it, it it locked me in, man. And I never seen the play, so it it really hit me. And the they, Benny they guy, the Benny guy was no joke, man. 
That dude, that brother could sing, man. During that scene, they should have put like, "Do not try this. Do not try this at home." Yeah. <laughs> you don't want a bunch of you don't want a bunch of kids like, "Oh, I want to do that whole like side of the building dance that they did in the night." Oh my god, that is a good point. No, stick it. Stay instead of stay in the fire escape. Right. Yeah. Just to reiterate what you're saying, it makes the heights look magical, right? Yes. You know, and it's from living in the heights, it's such a it's such a real place to us because we grew up there. And like, you know, and we visited there, like Rachel's, you know, been there. It's almost like a second kind of home to her. Yeah. Um, to see it kind of like, you know, in like a magical sense, you know, mm -hmm. there's like some fantasy in there. And the pool scene, too. Oh, that was amazing. was just like an old school oh Broadway. Oh, my God. The pool scene. Discuss. That was crazy. The pool scene. Shout out to all of our friends who did background acting in the pool We're gonna, scene. Yeah, Rachel, we, I have a list of everybody that I have. We're going to go into the list. Wow, Frank. Oh, damn, okay. You're doing your In the Heights homework. I like it. But I really, I, guys, I want to get this out the way really quick. Yeah. I just want to, I want to talk about what I didn't like about the film. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. Real simple, okay. Okay. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm. I'm a real simple dude. Um. So yeah, everybody who's listening, we we you know we all love the film, but this is Latinos Allow. You right. know, so we always gonna keep it real. Keep it real. It's not always gonna be sunshine and roses. Where there sunshine are sunshine and roses. We're always going to have the other side. So, Frank, what is... What is other what side. Is, do you not like? I mean, you know, we know the business. You know, we've been in the business, right? You know, so when we hear other, sp other people speak a lot of times, you know, they have great points. But again, we know the business. Um, I, I just didn't like the... I, I thought we, we needed like a, a Julissa Calderon there. Mm. Um, you know, Guadalupe, the Carmen, ¿cómo se llama? Guadalupe, the, the La Morenita, you know, we need... Mm. That area that, he, that, that Lynn did the movie in, you have Afro-Latinos there. So you needed one one of those one of those four people. You you needed an Afro Latino there. You know, you may maybe Elvis Nolasco. You know, Morenito like that. You know, Elvis Nolasco is in the the Godfather of Harlem right now. Like someone like that. You know what I mean? But in saying that, what saved it for me with the, with the colorism was Benny. Benny saved it for me. He looked Haitian. I told Rachel that's a Haitian brother right there. Like you can't. He's black, black. That saved it. I grew up with a lot of black people in the, in, in in the Heights too. You know what I mean? So that saved it for me in terms of the color. And I understand the politics side of it. You know what I mean? And uh, the girl that played the white girl, I get it. You know what I mean? But we got to stop doing that. We got to stop playing up to that. But it's a business, too. I hope the millennials and the new people coming up, you know, they see this and they are. I like the conversations that people are having because back then we didn't have those conversations. We'd just be like, yo, that's the way it is. Now people are like, nah, that's not the way it should be. And they are right. But us being older, we look at it like a business. But... I think in the future, Lynn also had to make, make a movie for a lot of Latinos. He made a movie for Cubans, for Puerto Ricans, for Dominicans, for the whites that live in, in Washington Heights also. So that this movie is not just about Dominicans. It's about everybody. You know what I mean? Mm. Washington Heights is a place that if you went back in the 70s, it was ma magical. You had every, everything. You had a large population of Greeks, Jewish, Irish, mm. uh, Cubans were the first on, on the scene in terms of Latinos. Then it was the Puerto Ricans. Then it was the Dominican. Then I grew up with a lot of Central Americans. I grew up around Guatemalans, um, uh, um, uh, Jamaicans. So you had everything, and it was a melting pot in the schools. Everybody got along, and everybody played together. It was just, it was beautiful. Then the crack era came, and it just changed everything. You know what I mean? In the '80s, crack came, and it just, it just dissipated the the, the the whole neighborhood, and it really, it really messed things up. And now, you know, with the gentrification 
generations coming back in. So you have locals kind of weary of what's going on. You know what I mean? It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff going on. This is, this is not only going on in, in Washington Heights. This is going around a lot of other cities around uh, in Chicago. I'm sure. I heard in San Francisco is going on. So this is going on a lot of places. I'm sure in Texas and areas this, this is going on. This gentrification and Lynn did the best that he could to touch on a lot of things like gentrification. The girl experiencing racism in school. So. He tried to do the best he can. I think with everything that he had in his hands, he did a good job. Oh, and my other point was, I wish he would have gotten a Latino director. We needed a, you know, when you, that's a key position. And, you know, when you go on Jimmy Fallon show and you're, you're pushing a, a Latin film and you're not Latin, like, come on, we have, we have enough Latins to fill that position. You give him a second, uh, second director or something else, but that role, like, no, nah, we need a, we need a Latino right there. But again, that's politics, right? But those are my only two gripes, pretty much. After that, I love the film, you know? Mm. Mm. Rachel, any gripes? Um, look, I, I'm an ally to my Afro-Latina sisters out there and brothers, and I do feel maybe there could have been a better job done um, with that representation. But look, there's, I think, a lot of factors, you know? Like, this film was shot two years ago. You know, like, what was... What was the net? You know, how how wide of a net did they cast when they were casting? We just don't know. That's like what you said, Frank, where the politics enters and folds in. But the film to me was aesthetically beautiful. Yes, it was. As one who appreciates theater, I really enjoyed the theatrical pieces of the show from the singing and the choreography to, again, that Broadway feel. Um... You know, I've seen Anthony Ramos perform on stage. I've seen Lynn perform on stage. So to see them on a big screen also in a different framework was dope. Dope AF. Because, you know, yeah. these are people that we support and that we've seen, like, perform hip-hop. Like, you know, when they were doing their freestyle hip-hop love supremes thing. Like, freestyle love supremes, rather. But... I think, you know, I could talk on and on about the film. I truly was entertained. I enjoyed it. I thought back to my Tia's block, 191 in St. Nick. I thought back to open fire hydrants, you know, and... I'm agreeing with you on the gripes as far as in that, if it wasn't in the Heights, if it was just a Latino film in, a, in any town, USA, I don't know if there'd be that much people's you know, yelling colorism on this, you know, but the fact that you're stating that this is taking place in a neighborhood that has a population of a lot of Afro-Latinos, you know, a Dominican population, you got to expect a little bit of brushback if, right. you know, you have a lot of light skin <laughs> leads, right? And your poster has, a, has the light skin people up front. Having said that, people online need to, you know, Their opinions are always one-sided in the sense of, like, you can um, accuse this movie of having, um, you know, some colorism in, in the leads and stuff like that. And, and, and But, you know, I was seeing people just bug out saying they were getting pissed that they didn't have actors that were actually from the Heights. You know what I'm saying? Oh, come people on, were like, guys. yo, Anthony Ramos is from Brooklyn, yo. That's not, he's not come even on, from the Heights. Come on, guys, come on. Some of this criticism is just... And then, and then if you do like the film, you know, look... I'm a light skin, um, you know, 
Puerto Rican, grew up in the Heights, so I claim the Heights. I've been here longer Ooh, than a lot of y'all. Oh, a lot snap. of y'all talking. Yo, no, you wait up. You from Inwood? Sorry, you from Inwood? Uh, it's still the Heights. What are you talking about? I'm in Duncan. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let. I'm a, for today. You're right, but you know. No, yo, I'm in. Yo, if Dykeman doesn't count as the Heights, Dykeman doesn't count as. That. I'm Wash Heights. You Inwood. You're from Linsway, by the way. Lin is from Inwood also. Let's keep. Let's keep it. A, let's keep it a buck here. Hey, Latinos if Dykeman could claim, I'm before Dykeman. I'm before Dykeman. <laughs> So, yeah, so if, if you even say that you're a fan to the people that are hating on this film, you're drinking the Kool-Aid to them. Hmm. You know, you just stop drinking this Kool-Aid. This is, this is not what, you know, what we need to be celebrating. And a lot of it is like content creators, you know, who a lot of the time have, I've seen them, their content, and I'm pretty sure you wouldn't make a movie as good as In the Heights is. You know what I'm saying? So if, you, if a lot of the people that are criticizing are people that, are, are are out there creating want to create art and stop talking you know talk stop talking the talk and walk the walk you know what i mean so no movie should not have any criticism right i mean um you can throw criticism on this movie all you want but i think the consensus is if if you feel a certain way about this movie um you know it's basically like you know cancel this film you know what i'm saying like it's not really taking the, the, the movie is a really a big accomplishment i think you know and it's um latinos are not getting this platform you know in a hollywood film they don't even make films they're making less films every year you know and the fact that they made a film like this based on a latino neighborhood in, in new york city with uh you know an all latino cast um that's uh, that's unheard of you know what i mean in any in any decade you know so mm. Yeah, they, you know, we still have things to work on, but I don't think you can you can fix Hollywood in a day. I don't think you can fix Hollywood with one movie. Um, you got to take the positives and the negatives. And I think there's more positives in this movie than negatives. And a lot of people that are that are shining a light on the negatives, y'all need to like, you know, be less grandiose about it. Be less like wanting to get just you want views. You want people. You want likes. Um. You know, have intelligent conversation about it. You know, let's have an intelligent conversation about it and not yeah. just have something that you just want people to like, um, you know, a share, you know, um, and stuff like that. But talk about conversation. I had a good conversation with, with Roz, uh, by, uh, Roz and, Le- and Led this week I... on the film. Uh, I went to a fundraiser on 180th Street uh, on uh, for autism fun- uh, fundraiser and we had a great conversation and it was on the film and. You know, what you're talking about, Jamie, we brought up a lot of great, you know, this is bringing up a lot of conversation. I think in the near future of, from this film, later on, uh, other filmmakers are going to make the films that they really want to make, you know? this is, I think this is just going to build another layer. I think this is, I, you know, and I was telling them too, you know, Roz has a, has a conflicting view of the whole film and what have you, and, you know, uh, and, and Led didn't, Led, Led you know, was... He, he was ecstatic about the film, and and I, I, I told both of them if we have a, if we have healthy conversations, you'll realize that you know it's it's great for everybody at the end of the day. You know that's the way I see it. Yeah, and also like just to talk about what it's doing, and uh, you know just how the cast members were placed. I just think that there's so many stories behind that. Let's talk about our friends. Let's talk about Daphne Rubin Vega real quick. Shout out to her former guest of the Latinos Out Loud podcast, you guys. Um, And how, you know, this woman who starred on stage as Mimi in Rent, 
in the original Broadway production completely shined on screen with her depiction of the salon lady, the oh, lead she salon it, lady. Man. She killed it in Carnaval del Barrio. Oh, the my scene Lord. Carnaval del Barrio. I mean, tell me you weren't singing that in the shower all weekend. Yeah. We saw our flags raised like never before. I think Preston Lopez was hold, holding the Dominican or the Puerto Rican flag. <laughs> I shout out to Preston. So I'm, t I'm, I'm writing down all the guests that we've talking about. Daphne and uh, Preston already have been in it. Who else? Of course, Lin-Manuel was a guest and his dad, Luis Miranda Jr., when we had our 100th episode. So check that out. Yeah. You know, uh, Mero, his voice was his voice opened the film right like right. that was dope oh uh, yeah he was the radio vo guy shout out to mero um maria oh so maria inojosa was also in the film inojosa mm -hmm. and how like appropriate like let's discuss she was uh leading a protest in the streets and i'm sorry for those listeners who haven't seen the movie yet i'm not trying to like give away nothing but we got to celebrate our friends so maria inojosa was one of was the lead like protester um shouting through her megaphone about um immigrant rights in this country which is yeah. just her, a platform that she stands and, and shouts from the raptors and writes books about and is trying to move the needle for our people in that space so shout out to maria inojosa yeah frank you got this list going like uh, there's got to be more um tony uh tony uh, um anthony ramos had tony's Peralta's shirt in the in the, in the carnival del barrio scene that's right tony Peralta's designs yeah, I think he. I don't. I don't know. If the, I saw the the uh, thing of the, the the girls with the rollers. I don't know if it's his art or someone else's. I don't know. Uh, was Black Rose? But uh, was Black Rose in it? Yeah, she was in the pool scene. Okay. And then what about the curveball of seeing Mark Anthony in the film? Hello. Oh man. I love it. I loved it so much. Yeah, that shocked me. I send you guys. I think I said. I thought. I thought I sent you guys a picture that shocked me. I mean, but damn, you got Mark Mandy in the musical and he's not singing. Oh, good point. Word. That's a good yeah. point. Oh, it was like, oh, that's a good one. I didn't think about that word. At least I, I know he seemed like a very like low key, like like not a sociable person in the movie and shit. But he could have had his like little <laughs> moment in his apartment, just have like this saw, you know, some sad, some sad balada. You know what Can I mean? Can you imagine like, <laughs> like a crackhead song? I need to smoke. I need to smoke, Dang. baby. I need to smoke. Yeah. Let's talk about so being a you know a resident of the Heights, uh, being from the Heights. There's certain songs that I'm like, oh, this is something that would remind me of the Heights. There needed to be a song about um, dog shit, right? Right. You know how people don't pick up their dog shit, and I think they should. They could have easily been a song like, "Pick up your dog shit, pick up your dog shit." <laughs> me and they have a bunch of people getting little bags. <laughs> and picking up their shit, the dog, because you know, if you if if you know the heights, you know that it, it's um it's a minefield for you know uh, canine feces. So yeah, you, um, you gotta look down on all, all times. There's some there's some little Dang. things like that, you know, uh, maybe a little you know a bodega cat ode to a bodega cat, you know what I mean? Or like ode to the street vendors, you know. Selling everything. Well, no. Speaking of street vendors, I love the um, I love the the Piragua and Mr. Softy clash. Oh, oh, that was so good. Let's talk about it. Oh my god! And it was homeboy from Hamilton, Christopher Jackson, yeah. who was driving the Mr. Softy truck. I love that whole conflict. And then the end. And then Frank was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait till the end." 
And then at the end, after the film is done, you see them, their whole battle plays out. Wonderful. Well done. And Jamie, uh, just so I don't know if you remember, what hit me in the head was that Lynn drives away in the Mr. Softy truck, and he does the same thing in the video that we were in with him in Dominicans in the Heights. Okay. Mm. He drives away in the Mr. Softy truck, so I was like, whoa, wow. Is this like a sign? I mean, look, and, you know, and shout out to Lynn. I mean, look, there's, there's again, whether there's haters of the film, there's going to be haters of him. You know, with great power comes great responsibility. Facts. Um, but, um, you, you know, he's, he's doing his thing. And this is a, this is a labor of love that he got on Broadway, got a Tony. He got on the big screen, hopefully get some sort of Oscar love. Wow, he got. And now, yeah. And don't forget Hamilton, of course, the biggest thing he's ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, you might not always, you know, not everybody might like appreciate the way that he's repping us, you know, they might right. want him to specify, other, you know, different parts of, of the culture. Um, but again, we're not a monolith. There's so much to the Latino community. You're not going to please everybody. That's true. Take this movie for what it is. It's one movie, one viewpoint, you know, one creative vision. Um, and then on to the next one. Again, if you don't like it, make your own. Go out and make your own, you know. Um, and I feel the people that don't, you know, that have their criticisms with the colorism, Um I can't speak on that, you know what I mean? But the Afro-Latinos, that's, it's like a guy trying to speak on me too, you know what I'm saying? It's like, don't, don't even try. Nah, nah, yo, Jamie, you have out, you have out. You could, you're right, you could talk on it, you could talk on the color. No, but I'm saying, like, as far as knowing how they feel about it, like, that is a very singular thing, right? That I'm not, I, right. that is something that's really hitting them hard. Um, and I can't dispute that. I can't dispute how they feel, you know? But you know what? You know, I think at the end of the day, that's that's what we're differing at the end of the day. We're not having these conversations. I was talking to Led and Roz. That's the problem with the uh, Latinos now. Like, even even my brother Caesar. You know my brother Caesar is your color, uh, Jamie. I have conversations with him about, about colorism. He looks at things totally different than I do, and we grew up in the same house. You know? So you have to have these conversations. They're very intense. They're very deep. And you have we have to teach each other, you know what I mean? So right now it's a pivotal moment for for the for Afro Latinos, Afro Latinos feel that white passing Latinos have to get it right now because it's a it's a pivotal moment. This could this could go either way, you know what I mean? And we're all family, we're all the same. Like Latinos don't have that. We really we really don't grow up with that, like black and white. Like my mother always told me, why are you always thinking about race? Like I never taught you mm. about that. But in this country, it's about there's a it's your race is everything. Race is everything. It's everything. So we Latinos, I think we are the people to have these conversations because we have everything in us. I got white, I got black, I got everything in me. You do too, Jamie, and you too, Rachel. So we have it in us to have these conversations. We come from everything. So this, I think right mm-hmm. now this, this movie is a stepping stone for us to have these conversations going forward, you know? I love that, yes. Yeah, I love it. I was going to say the film had a subplot in the play about colorism. Now, this Jimmy Smith's character, um, his ca- his character in the play didn't like um, his daughter dating a black man, and I feel like a lot of people wish that subplot stayed in the movie, right? right. Um, mm. Because it would have really hit what the, a lot of people the issues people have with the movie. It would have been very meta, as they say. But um, they took that out, and you know it was an, it was a long movie. So I mean, you got to take out some of these subplots. I mean, right. you don't want it to be three hours. It was already like two two and a half hours. Right. Um, but again, these issues are always going to pop up with any Latin Latino project, um, especially right. one this big. 
You know, that's why I, right. I, I love the podcast world because, you know, Latinos, there's so much variety of voices, of Latino voices in the podcast world. Mm. You know, you have us, you have people talking about politics, you got Latinos talking about sports, um, anything about movies. And this is the type of variety we don't see in movies, in actual movies and TV. And if there were other versions of In the Heights, different things that we could all watch and appreciate, I don't think this one, this particular project would be so like overanalyzed and dissected, you know? I agree. Like we don't dissect movies like this normally, right? And we're, everyone's really dissecting right. this in our community. People are really dissecting this. And again, um, who's to say that that's completely fine, right? But don't trash it just to trash it, y'all. Like, if you have a reason to not like it, fine. But I've seen some of these criticisms. Not all of them make sense. You know what I mean? The, 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 some of them are just, like, made up just because you, you, you want to be part of the... Right. You want to be part of the conversation and shit, so... Um, but two thumbs up. Two thumb, two piraguas up for me. All right. <laughs> can, can we talk about the good stuff we liked about it? I don't know if you what you guys wanted to start on. Like, I don't know. I, I, I love the opening sequence. The first 10 minutes of the movie... Starts it off so well. Mm-hmm. Um, even when he does the little scratch on the uh, the sewer lid. Mm-hmm. What do you call those? Yes, and, the, and the, it moves. like It looks like, uh, like a record player. Like a record player. Like a record. Ch-ch-ch-ch- yeah, yeah. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. And then it ends with the title after the 10 minutes. Just boom. Yes. In the heights. That gets you amped. That gets you amped for what you're about to see. Yeah. And that is my favorite part of of the movie. I was ja- I was like hyped up after that, you know. Rachel? I I I mean, I've been talking about it, but I'll keep going. I love the theme, the sueñitos theme that everybody has a sueño, everybody has a sueñito. You know, it made me think of just our parents and grandparents coming to this country, you know. I just, you know, relate to just hearing about the journeys of our parents and grandparents and tias and tios. Like, this is all real, bro. Like, we're some of us first generation, second generation, but like close to that immigration, you know, that our families came here to seek their sueñito, their sueño. And then some of them, like in the film, they go right back. <laughs> in their golden years or or what have you, they're just on that plane right back to the motherland. So I thought that was a beautiful theme. Go ahead, Frank. I like, um, you know, when the abuela died, man, that was strong. Paciencia y fe, that whole thing, man. Wow, she goes through that thing, that whole, in the train. My mother told me about those stories in the 60s and, and the 70s in New York City, rough winters and being in the train. And and she's talking about, and she sees the, the those Caribbean dancers in white dancing in the, oh, man. And what hit me was like, when she's dying and she's in that tunnel, 181st. You know how many times I walked that tunnel to my school, George Washington High School? And there she was reaching for the light, the yeah. white oh. light that was calling her. And you know what? She had an option. If you really look, she could have taken the stairs or the ramp and she opted to take the stairs. Mm. Somebody yeah. noted that. It was her time. Right? It was her time. Can right? we give a shout out to Vatas too? <laughs> yeah, the Vata. She was rocking the Vata. That every mother that uh, any uh, mothers and grandmothers that we know, <laughs> yeah, they wear the exact same type. That's the same stilo all the way. I also want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, that Olga Meredith has played Abuela Claudia in all iterations of In the Heights. Wow! I feel like she was Abuela Claudia in Off Broadway and Broadway, and now wow. in the film. 
And you can fact check me. I definitely know she was. I definitely know she played yeah. it in Broadway. But I'm I'm kind of questioning if in 2007 she played the character um, in the Off Broadway. I think she did. Yeah, she did. I think she did. I don't I don't know Off Broadway, but I know she did in the in the in the play. And honestly, another shout out to Lin Manuel for launching people's careers. Mm. Right, like in the Off Broadway version. You know, Karen Olivo is now uh, an actress on television. She's on all like those crime shows. And Mandy Gonzalez, who wants to be a guest on our show, also went from off-Broadway to television. Now she's an actress. Um, and just look at Anthony Ramos and just all the people who he's elevating. So I just want to like, you know, that motion of elevating our peers. I think everybody could do it. Everybody listening to this podcast could do it, too, in their own right. Yeah, look, uh, let's have any any parting words. We have a great interview coming up with Jack Rico, uh, a movie critic who's going to who's going to help us break this down. Yes. You know, in a real way right now, we're going to go in on this. Um, you thought this was going in? This is just our thoughts. Oof. We're going to go in. Mm. Um, but any parting this words. This is just a preface. Yeah, this is just us like finding our words, right? We just got off the FDR 179th. Well, like, now we're going into the heights, okay? Now we're going to go deep in the heights. Jack Rico's about to take all the puzzle pieces that are just all on the table that we've like assembled. He's just going to like put them together to make an educated um, opinion about it. Um, yeah. I'm going to record the rest of this podcast under my Dominican hair dryer. Is that okay? Because I just want to feel like I'm in the salon <laughs> with Dasha Polanco, Stephanie Beatriz, and our girl <laughs> Daphne Ruben Vega. Um, that was another thing. I could totally see you in that scene. They missed opportunity for them to cast you in that scene. Well, they reached out to me for background, but I was shooting West Side Story uh, at the same time, uh, so I couldn't do it. Damn. Oh, shit. Yeah. But anyway... What you saw, I, I can't even imagine you seeing the dance scene on the building, on your building, and then seeing it with that added layer of movie adobo magic. Oh, man. The sazon and then the final product. That messed up my mind, man. Seriously. Seeing that, that Yo. messed up my brain. Seeing that every day of my life and then seeing that, that movie magic and and just, you know, I, I, I the first time I saw it, I heard people, in the, I heard some dude in the back, he was like, he was crying, bro. Is that intense? And then shout out to all the jobs that were created because of the production of these. A lot films of background, a lot of City. background people from the neighborhood. A lot. I was telling that to Rachel. A lot of, I could see a lot of the background people. You know, were from the neighborhood. And I know Lynn took a lot of those. Those. A lot, uh, shout out to to Mr. Dale Duro from Inwood, by the way. He put a guy from from the Heights. We were talking about somebody from the neighborhood. Mr. Dale Duro is an original from Dykeman. And he put him in the in the movie. He's cleaning some, uh, I think, some plates in in a kitchen or something. But he gave him a, he gave him a nice little piece. So um, I, yeah, I, he he put a lot of locals and and I, and and I was telling Rachel I could see he worked with them. They had people like working with them, like the older folks too. He had a lot of older folks. I could see they're from the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Um, that was very nice. Mm -hmm. I, I like that. You know what I mean? And I know in the production also in the production areas he got and he got a lot of local restaurants too. For the for the food for the crew, he used a lot of local people, so it helped the area. Also, I, I was hearing about that too. Love that. I I, I hope this brings honestly um, a theater to Washington Heights. That's all I would love for the kids to have a theater. Um, back in the back when uh, Mike and I started doing, you know. Uh, uh, Boggle Bunches, mm. we didn't have a theater in, in, in Washington Heights. You mean like a live show for live shows? Yeah, live show theater. Even Room 28 could do a show, you know what I mean? There is no theater in Washington Heights. 
not, not even one, like a nice theater, even for 150, 250 people. Like there's not a nice little theater. And the schools, like what are the theater programs? What are the acting programs for the schools, for the kids? That's what I would like that this does on, 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 the, on the bigger end. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of the people in Washington Heights, the, the people that have been working in the Heights, the, the people that have been trying to get things started, like work with, with the people, the local people. You know what I mean? That's what I would like. At the end of the day, the kids, PS173, why I went right, down, right up the block, man. PS128 and 168. Those are the schools that need it. Those are the schools. PS132 on 180, uh, 180th and Wadsworth, maybe like three blocks away from a lot of those scenes were you know, filmed. Those are the schools that need it. You know what I mean? And those kids will build a better tomorrow. You know what I mean? That's what we need at the end of the day, to me at least. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely, man. I mean, um, my quick parting words, it just, I was entertained. I was entertained. That's what you want, right? That's what you want in any film. I was entertained. And it is a watch. Uh, it is a repeat watch. Like, I can watch it again and again, right? It's one of those movies. Uh, and, you know, I know we were talking about, you, Frank, you mentioned, you know, you would have preferred a, a Latino director. But I did think that John Chu um, did a good job. He did a fabulous job, I thought job, the, vis- the, the visuals in yeah. the movie were great. And He did a fabulous job. But you don't, it's, like, it's like a Latino doing The Sopranos or doing... Uh, um, Doing the Godfather, you know what I mean? It's like we 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 have enough Latinos in such a major like that's a major role. It's like I, it's like look, I don't want to go to an Italian restaurant with a whole bunch of Mexicans running the place. Like, come on, right. I'm going to an Italian restaurant here. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. sorry, guys. So I mean, Latinos having such a big film like that was a major, you know what I mean? But again, like the whole the whole political thing is a whole another thing. But that was a major uh, player, so to speak. So. You know, I'm, I'm not blaming it on anybody. We know the business, but that that was a major piece that had to have a Latino. We have plenty of Latinos. You know what I mean? No, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but just having said that, I do think he he deserves some props as far as the um, how the film looked, right? Because it made the heights pop. Yeah, no doubt. And not every director, you know, not every director could do that. You know, so um, if you're gonna, if you're not gonna get a Latino director, you might as well get somebody who does the job well. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. He did a fabulous job. I'm taking nothing away from him at all. But yeah, um, Rachel, any parting words? I mean, parting words. Look, I danced, I sang, I clapped, I cried. <laughs> uh, when it comes to being entertained, I think every emotional bucket was touched both times when I saw it on my laptop and when I saw it on a big screen. Can you tell people what we saw it in Tribeca? We didn't even explain to people how the backdrop of the sky of the skyline of New York City with the air all around us, like. Did you tell them where we saw this film? Uh, I didn't, and you were here, so you heard me not tell them. <laughs> but now we can tell them if you want. Um, we were on Pier, uh, was Pier 76 yes. uh, on the west yeah. side, under the stars, watching the stars um, on the screen. And it was really breathtaking. Like It was almost like kismet, because while we were watching the film about New York City, we heard every sound of New York City, hmm. from the planes flying overhead to the sirens to the yo, 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 you know, to just the random, <laughs> you know, 12th Avenue, West Side type of yoers. So it was a really great experience. And then being there with Frank, it was like getting a freaking docent tour at the MoMA. Like Frank was like, that's 181 and, 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 and Audubon. Yo, that's my school. Yo, that's where I, I like, you know, mad sex with girls in that pool. Um, 
Like, yeah, it was just like everything. But it was, I enjoyed it because I'm like, wow, this is a great virtual tour during the film, which I already saw. So I wasn't really looking for every word. I just wanted, you know what I mean? Um, so that, the other thing, and like the visuals, the aesthetics, the dancing, the colors, the costumes, the acting, the music. I mean, I don't mm. know. That, that's it. I really enjoyed the film. And, you know, if, if it didn't hit a home run with some people, you know what? That's okay. But like... Our friend Jack and others have said it is opening doors and it's educating people about us, which that comes yep. first. You know, they'll be ready to invest in us and to support our films more and our projects once they fucking learn about how good hmm. we are. Let them know. Let them know how colorful of a people we are and we're smart and we are good storytellers. I feel like if we continue this Lynn pattern in every in every way that we can, we're going to move the needle together. Those are my closing words. I agree. We need more Latino voices, more Latino creators, more Latino filmmakers, more Latino writers. Um, and, and so we can tell more of these stories from different points of view, you know what I'm saying? So, but this is great. And, and Jack Rico is up next. So stay tuned, Eloeros. Oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> that was great, guys. Can we do a que lo que real quick? Yep. for que lo que. so who wants to que lo que first i'm always down to go first second or third here but i want to open it up to you guys so i know it's a big decision look i'll start <laughs> because i gotta get the word out Aww. i gotta get the word about yellow.com right you know as always yes, massive yes, love to yes, yellow.com yes, yes. the latino man's go-to digital destination for lifestyle and news if you've got soccer on the brain visit yellow.com for the rundown of what's worth watching at this year's gold cup tournament Ooh. It's not a silver cup. It's gold, y'all. They're, they're playing okay, for keeps okay. right now. Ooh. Um, gotcha. The full story is always at yellow.com. So shout out to them. And yeah, J J for J Forns. J No. <laughs> Ooh, who's, who's that? that? J Forns. Is that your alter ego? Is he Canadian? Yeah. J Ferns at Instagram. If you know, if you're nasty, and then um, J underscore Ferns on Twitter. Uh, yeah, those are my socials. And uh, I'm going to pass the baton to Franklin Nibs. Oh, thank you very much. Frank! Go, Frank! Go, Frank! All right, first of all, I want to give uh, a big shout-out to Stan Lee. They had a, a, an unveiling of his sign in the Bronx. Uh, uh, Stan Lee yeah, is yeah. From, the, from, from the Heights originally, but they gave him an unveiling in the Bronx. It's all good. You know, good things are happening in the Bronx. I also want to give a shout-out to... Um, to the ladies who bronche, uh, Julissa and Skittles. Skittles did a rendition of the In the Heights of, of the part in the salon. Uh, he did his own. It looks freaking <laughs> dope. You guys have to you guys have to Hi. see. Go to ladies who bronche. Go go check that out. I also want to give a shout out to some people in the Heights. We had a nice fundraiser, autism fundraiser for for a good friend of mine called Paul Listo on uh, on on Facebook. Elvis Nolasco was there also. Uh, and uh, it was sponsored by Danny Hernandez. He's a uh, he's he's uh, a good friend from the Heights for Poppy Spirits. He also sponsored the the um, the, uh, the rooftop uh, viewing of in the Heights that they had in, uh, in the church right there. 
So shout out to him. It was a beautiful event. Um, shout out to Led that was there also. Uh, shout out to Raz Baron that was also there. We have beautiful conversations. And shout out to also Led's daughter that was in the scene in the pool. Shout out to her. And just I want to I want to give these two films. Anybody that wants to see real like a real 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 Dominican film, two films. Nueva York with Valbuena, se llama Por fin llegó Valbuena, and the other one is Raising Victor Vargas. And you want to see like the Dominican Dominican films, like Raising Victor Vargas to me is my top mm -hmm. Dominican film. Shout out to Tatika who played, you know, Abuelita. She lives, she lives like right down the block from me. I love that film. And shout out to the to the Heights man. I love the Heights for life man. I wouldn't be here without the Heights man. Thank you so much, guys. All right. Well, guys, you can follow me at Rachel La Loca, R-A-C-H-E-L, La Loca. I've been keeping it a little low-key for the last week or so, just really trying to take it in. Shout out to all the graduates. Shout out to my boy Donovan, who graduated kindergarten and is moving on to first grade. Aye, 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 aye. Yeah, my boy. Mama's been busy here just trying to make the week super special for him. Nice. And he's got a big birthday coming up in two days. My boy's going to be six years old, so it's Gemini season. Wow. And, Holy you know, smokes. shout out to all the moms and dads that are basking in these beautiful moments of graduation and watching their children move on to the next grade. It's really something special. I am feeling it like it's just wonderful to watch. He's so proud of himself. I'm like, this is... Are you ready to cry when you see him? I've cried enough <laughs> this week. My my tear ducts are like, I'm going to seal them off with duct tape because I don't want to cry anymore. I said I'm an ugly crier. I don't want to do it. I've been crying almost... I've, I mean, I read his yearbook before. How cute they get a kindergarten yearbook and i'm just crying because all yearbook. the kids signed e wow they signed each other's yearbooks and they write these beautiful message i'm like do you know how innocent and beautiful this love is i can't even it, it's just miraculous wow. they love each other these That's kids nice. and i'm just so thankful that they're back in school with one another we went we've been through a tough year you know especially with the process of education as parents and you know providers but Follow me. This is a que lo que. Don't want to get into it too deep. Um, <laughs> and we'll talk more on Instagram. Hit me up. Follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Leave us some reviews, people. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what guests you'd like to see. Hit us up. We Are Latinos Out Loud at gmail.com. If you want to strike conversation or if you want Frank's number, just let us know. And on that note, we out. Brrah!